And 1 Corinthians 15.35 goes like this. But some man will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool! That which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain. And continuing on verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. This is the Two Lights Podcast. Join me, Robert Nicolato, and my wife, Crystal Nicolato, as we explore the words and principles of the truth that illuminate the direction and the steps on the path of life. Good morning, sweetie. Hey. How are you? Good. Great. Well, hey. Um, So I was up half the night thinking about this. I had no idea. Yeah, it it was interesting. So... I talked with a friend of mine, Chase Griffith. This question had kind of been haunting me. There's this passage in the Bible, it's in John, where he says, except a seed, and I think it's actually it's a, a kernel of, of grain, a kernel of corn yeah. falls to the ground. And, oh, mine says wheat. I think it depends on your translation. Right, that totally it's makes a, It's sense. a grain. Yes. Um, in 1 Corinthians 15, he actually talks about wheat, but in John he talks about okay. corn. In any case, the what he's what he's getting at is that this idea of being alone, and oh, so right. except that seed abide alone. Well, no, actually it says except it die, it abides alone. So in other words, that seed doesn't germinate and it doesn't grow. Unless it dies. And so I, I asked Chase, because this is his field of work, are seeds dead? And he said, no. And so I was like, oh. And so my thought pattern really didn't go much further than that. But last night it dawned on me, it depends on what you call life. Like, you know how there's this big debate right now about abortion. When does life start? That's not a very obvious thing when something goes from, you know, into a state of life. Right. Especially something that's, you know, buried, like, like a baby, for instance, right. even. It's, it's just not real obvious. Right. And, and, it's, and it's easy for people to misinterpret it or to miscategorize it. Because they can't see it. Yeah. Especially if you want to discredit God. Right. You know, no, that's not life. Right. You know, that's not a baby. Right. Um, this seed is waiting to be germinate. Well, and actually, they'll use the word hibernate. Yes, the I've seeds heard that. will hibernate. I'm totally. Which I'm not. I'm not sure that, that that's not probably the technical term. That might be for, you know, peons like us that don't actually right. study that kind of stuff. But 
If we go with that idea of hibernation, if a seed is to hibernate, it, like, say, a bear does, well, a bear will hibernate, but then it will awake from the state of hibernation. So, in other words, it's at a level plane, its heart rate is at a certain rate, its respirations at a certain rate. Right. Well, the, if, if a seed's at that same level, like it's dehydrated, it's right. not going to do anything else other than be at that state. Right. If a bear's um, vital signs go below a certain level, then it's dead. Right. Well, right. so what I, I guess what I'm saying is that the seed is not at a state, it's not at stasis. Uh-huh. It actually... It's actually dying just prior to, to being alive. Being alive. So we could say up to that point, yeah, it's alive, but then it dies at that moment. And I don't know how you figure that out. Uh-huh. But along with that idea was what we talked about last week when yes. we talked about um, anything you know, you're keeping for yourself. Yeah, dead guy duty. And I was intrigued by that idea of. It abides alone. Right. And that feeling of being alone when we are... Dying. Hoarding to ourselves right. the life. Which is exactly what I was saying in yeah. that, and what was the question was. Yeah. 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 And so I was just really, that, that idea was just buzzing in my head all night long. Right. And And I think we were just talking with this about our friends on Sunday, too, that... They were talking about wanting things for yourself and it never working out and getting upset. And yeah. It's not that you never have things for yourself yeah. or that you can't have things for yourself. It's not like you can never plan to have alone time mm. or you can never plan. But it's being willing to let it go. It's yeah. the way in which you're holding it. Mm-hmm. Your hands are still open. Right. Like you would like to do that, but you're willing to let it go. Right. Well, it means that we have to talk about the idea of what does it mean to die to something? Right. Especially something you want. Right. So I want, you know, whatever. I don't think the want ever goes away. It's how I'm handling it. You know, I still want that. Like for me, it's like I like to make beautiful things knitting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'd like to spend all day doing that. Right. It's like, but I can't because I have kids. It's like, is that a bad pursuit? Not necessarily. But it is if it's coming between me and my children. Now, is, could there be a day when someone offers to watch my kids graciously just because they felt like they should? Mm-hmm. And I could do it all day long. Mm-hmm. So my want to do it never goes away. Right. But it's what I'm doing with it. Am I forcing it to happen and neglecting my kids? Or am I letting it go and doing it here and there when I can? Right. You know? Yeah. The The withholding, the idea, like... The life of that idea. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think people either, like, I especially hear this in moms, they either hoard it and get upset yeah. that they're not able to do it. Yeah. Or they give it up entirely. Mm. It is more difficult to keep the idea alive that I still love that mm. and not go in an extreme. Right. You know, some moms are like, it's over. I'm never doing anything for myself ever again because it makes me upset. And there, I guess there is a place where it's like, I'm getting upset. Right. With my kids. Right. But I'm like, but the desire to do those things isn't wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, Mm. it's what I'm doing with it that becomes a problem. 
yeah, it's are you dead to it? Right. Yeah. Which doesn't mean I, I hate it. Huh. It just is how I'm, what is it in reference to myself? Right. Well, and, and so in, in dying to it, what he's saying, and this is what Corinthians actually says, by the will of God, some seeds actually grow and some seeds don't. And that if that thing that you've died to, you know, is a good seed and it's going to germinate and it's going to be something right, that's going to be helpful, grow and be fruitful to you and to your family, then, you know, dying to it is how you obtain it. Right. It's like, because then God's given it to you. It's right. like Abraham sacrificing Isaac. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he goes up there and is going to kill him, but God gives him back. Right. It's like allowing God, allowing God to have control over everything, yeah. and and waiting expectantly for what you'll receive back. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just really, you know, geeking out. By, and by it's it. true because then you're not like I've been reading in Corinthians about having an unbelieving heart. Uh-huh. Like, do I trust God enough to give Him even the things? That I want to, that are like so dear to my heart, like the ways I spend my free time, oh. the ways I really feel entitled. Am mm-hmm. I willing to even give God that and see what He gives me back? Right. Yeah. Well, in in the context, in context, if we take it, Jesus was talking in First John or in John twelve about His resurrection, mm-hmm. and so that was an element of my thought last night that I felt was critical because if a seed is alive, then that means that the Bible is wrong. Well, if I believe that Jesus is God, and I do, he was making a statement about the fact that he was going to not hibernate. Right, he's going to die. He was going to die. Right. And he was drawing a direct parallel between a seed, which was understood by them, and himself. Right. He was, yeah, he wasn't almost dead or half dead or like just hanging out. Like he died for real. Right. And so I was thinking about that. Well, it's just just some random thoughts and I really have no way to verify this yet. And maybe even some of our listeners could um, help with this. But you know that something's dead by what happens to it. You know, like, let's take it. Like the body decaying and such and such. Yeah. Getting cold, whatever. The normal flow, the blood flow just stops. Yes. And and I I would imagine that the same thing happens to, say, an adult plant. And wouldn't it be interesting if that there's, you know, the flow of things in the plant stops and the thing that, and what you, you know that something is dead also because it, is it's it corrupts that you know what if it's releasing proteins or chemicals that are only found at that time and that you can actually find that same the the evidence of something being dead with that that seed before it actually grows into a living plant so i I was just thinking about some of those things that there's going to be a connection where you're going to find that Science hasn't caught up to that reality yet. Or if they have, I've never heard of it. That a seed that is dead becomes alive. How does that happen? I don't know of anyone that can tell me that for sure. 
And that's a really interesting thing. It's almost like it is in and of itself a miracle that we take for granted because it's so common. And probably because of this narrative that, oh, it's it's alive. And it never dies. You know, but it just, Chase it's told alive. us it was dead, right? Yeah, because that's... No, he said it was alive. Oh, he said and a seed's alive. It is. And that's actually, and he's actually agreeing with the Bible up to that point. But if we talk about the germination process, because even, even in the passage he's saying, except the seed die. So oh, the right. seed is alive. Yes, before it's even germinated. Right. I see. Right. Oh, a seed, correct. So right. the seed's in that dormant state. It's actually yes, alive. Yes, but it hasn't died yet. It hasn't died yet. I got it. Not till it gets in the ground and and it dies. I got it. Something about it dying is where the seed becomes a plant that grows up into a living thing that actually bears not just, you know, one Seed, you know, it's not a one for one ratio. It's like, right, one to a thousand. Well, it's like Galatians three twenty three, where it says, "I've been crucified, and I no longer live." Yeah, but I do live now. I live by faith. And the Bible, even in Romans, talks about dying to the law so that you can live to another. Yeah. So the Bible's all about dying, and then living again. Right. It's like all throughout Scripture, like that. There's two types of death. There's the death to yourself where you find the life. Right. And then there's the final death. Right. Yeah, and so I really wanted to talk about that alone idea because that idea is so felt to be alone is like physically between people is tough. I remember at a, at a time in my life where you know, there was all these people around me and then for a a season I was really alone. I mean, hardly had anything to do, and it and so there was this aloneness. And if you take that passage where he's saying that that seed, except it die, it abides alone. And if you take that that idea and you apply it to what a person is feeling. What a terrible thing for someone to be alone. Yeah, I hate it when people feel alone. I yeah. want to go rescue everyone. Well, there, there's... There's... Sorry. There's people that are killing themselves because they feel alone. I know. Yeah, even like Robin Williams, you think about it. Yeah. Like people who aren't alone. Yeah, it doesn't matter your station of life. That this feeling of being alone is so pervasive in our society that it's just destroying people. They they are abiding alone. And there's no life in that. There's no potential of life. Right. Unless unless there's death first. And so as a, as a father you have to take that same idea that there is a a dying that has to happen for me right in order for me to actually win you know right and like that that verse is saying there's no fellowship outside of that death because yeah. you're alone otherwise and yeah. you see that like with selfishness like yeah. it isolates yeah 
Yeah, it's it automatically gives you that alone feeling. Or those these societies like what our friends were telling us about in Russia, where yeah. it's like there was communist, it was communism, or there was societies where there was just oppression or totalitarianism. Everyone's alone. Yeah, it's like for yourself only. Yeah, and a life lived for yourself only isn't really life, is what that's saying. Yeah, it's like a living dead. Yes. Yeah. If they, I hate to use this parallel, but you know, a zombie, <laughs> it's it's an animated body that has no life in it, right? And it's and all it, all it wants is to be fed, but it's never satisfied, right? Well, I, I keep thinking about like psychopaths. I hate to say it, but these crazy people. It's yeah. like they're they're so selfish. It's absurd. Yeah, they're alive, but they're dead. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's no chance of life earnestly because right. they're abiding alone. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a lone life. So what the Bible is also saying there is that there's going to be life for that seed because the condition to be a plant that is a living plant. So yeah, you're a seed, but you're not a plant. A living, growing, with fruit you know, and and the, and the biblical idea of fruit is that is that it's going to be external to you. It's going to be a, a societal blessing, right? You know, which is what we're talking about, like the government, and right? Like, yeah, this right. concept needing to be right. And so, yeah, your seed, you've got some life in you, but it's it. That's all you've got, and which is why, like. Oh, our other friend was referencing, asking if we've listened to Richard Dawkins. Yes. That's ironically like exactly what he says. Yeah. Like that is all you've got. Yes. And there's nothing more to grasp. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I thought that was such a powerful idea. Um, yeah, it kind of gets me. Because <laughs> I, I know it's it's a critical um it's critical for someone to, and if we take it in context with what the Bible is saying, that we have to die to our, we have to die to Christ. So it's like whatever ideas that you think he is, what he is, you have to die to that. And his servants, it's, it says later on in the same passage, I think it's in 1 Corinthians, that his servants will be with him. And where he goes, they will go also. And it's just, you can see this micro pattern in our lives that is actually a testimony to the fact that it leads to this eternal life that the Bible talks about. And that dying to ourselves and to what we think God is, is where the life is. To not do that is to have some kind of a life that abides alone and never sees its full potential. And I know that there is this underlying impression in people that it's there. I think that's why people literally kill themselves over this idea. And 
yeah, it just, it's amazing. And so, like you were saying with uh, Richard Dawkins, you know, he says that we're like biological machinery. Mm-hmm. And which, I mean, that, that kind of lends to the idea of you're not alive. You're just right. this thing. Mm-hmm. You, and all you're there is for is to propagate your DNA. Right. And that's your purpose. And if we reach back to our very first episode where we talked about purpose and meaning, your purpose is, it'll break down if it's limited to this world. It'll break down. It, in order for your purpose to have meaning that doesn't just totally fail you, um, and, and we talked about this on our second podcast, our Commander's Intent, right? Where if you have a purpose that is, say, I want to have a million dollars, that's your purpose. When you obtain that purpose, that was it, man. That's your meaning was built up all the way to that purpose. And then when you achieved your purpose, which was, you know, a local purpose, then your meaning breaks down. And there's these, these figures that, um, find out that it all breaks down when they get to that point. And then there's these wealthy athletes, these wealthy people that they just, like you you had said, um, I forgot his name now, the comedian. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, they, they'll hang themselves. They'll, you know. And I think he, he had depression or some sort of mental illness or no. something, you know, of the like. I don't, he never necessarily said True, but to be alone, to have everything you want in the world at your beck and call, and to have no purpose, that I can't imagine a better definition of being alone. Right. You're saying that all the things he had weren't enough to motivate him to live. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, was he living? Yes. But was he, like, alive? Right. You know, that was the fruit of his life meaningful to him. Right. So that I think that's what's so important is because well, this, other people were like, "Oh, yeah, the yeah. other are you? We love you." It doesn't but matter. it didn't matter to him because the seed is can is what the plant is, and the seed when it grows into a full plant, you know, it's the say tomatoes. You know, it has. It bears a part of all the things that are its life. Mm -hmm. And the fruit of that is a meaningful thing, not just to other people, but to, I don't know, I I just, boy, I just had a thought and it totally escaped to me. Oh, yes. You had said that uh, someone recently died in a helicopter accident. Oh, yeah, it was Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people just grieving over the fact that there was a life cut short. And and again, I'm not making any connection to, I don't know anything about Kobe Bryant, but there's a lot of people that are looking at that and they're like, whoa, he wasn't that old. You know, he had everything 
that you could want to live for, and and that's all gone. And there's, I think there's people out there now that are questioning their own purpose because of the fact that he died. Mm-hmm. And they're, and what ends up happening when someone else dies is that everyone starts evaluating their purpose. Right. And in our first podcast, we mentioned if your purpose is anchored to God and to his purposes, then you have an eternal purpose. Mm-hmm. And then there's a meaning that can be that can carry you through your entire life all the way to to the end. You know, that's what Two Lights Podcast's purpose is also, is that we're pointing at the Bible, which is pointing to God. And that's where your purpose is going to come from, and that's where your absolute meaning is going to come from. And so that means if in death, in destruction, in whatever this stuff, that there's still life, because your life is not in your own hands, it has it. You died to it, and now Christ has it. And in Christ, there is this. The, he calls it a spring of life flowing out of you, that is actually where the life is coming from. So, so it's not actually coming from you as a source. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, does the seed have all the resources in it in order to be a full plant? It doesn't. It has this little capsule of life and unless the roots grow down and you know this nourishment happens and it gets sun you get all these other elements that add to it that it becomes a living plant and it's like we don't have those living elements it's an interesting that it 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 lives by the sun s-u-n but for a person to live by the sun, S-O-N, is actually where living happens. So, any other thoughts? I don't think so. All right. Well, that'll do for today. You have been listening to the Two Lights Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast please give us a five-star rating. If you did not enjoy this podcast, feel free not to give us any rating at all. We would like to keep our rating up at five if we can. Tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. And from the Nicolato house to yours, we thank you.